Put that game down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Stars Physics Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and I'm here with Bart the Bulldog Gentile. Bart, you want to say a couple words? What's up? You know, it's funny. He always laughs when I'm here, but I heard his other podcast, and it sucked when I wasn't here, so I wasn't my allowed to say You know that. what? Why, why do you got to say that? <laughs> why do you got to be like that? Come on. I speak the I truth. I tried. I speak the truth. I tried. Fine. I'm pretty sure your listeners would agree. It's more fun when I'm here. Fine. Well, anyway. All five of them. <laughs> We're talking about scientific notation and orders of magnitude today. I have no idea what that's about. Tell me more. I'm glad you asked. I'm serious. I really don't know what we're talking about. Scientific notation is how numbers are expressed in, Tetris. or generally expressed in, in a physics class or in a chemistry class. So you'll have a basic format as in something times 10 to the whatever power. I'm using something and whatever because some people get really confused or mixed up when they have variables like a or x or b they just freeze up because they don't like math so we'll leave it there so something times whatever power i'm using a scientific calculator to play tetris at the moment are you at least winning i don't know but (laughs) i do know that when using these calculators in the past they are very fond of using what I always thought was more of a, what do you call it? Like what? a leftover. What you, what, what's the other word for that? What? What do you mean leftover? Like there's extra numbers. You know, like what I'm talking about? It's like childhood math, man. It's like <laughs> when, they, uh, when you have to put a, uh, you know, number you, next to it or something. You have to put an exponent? Exponent. There you go. Exponential that, values. <laughs> Those aren't leftovers. That's what, I don't know what happened. <laughs> But that's with the little carrot there. That's what they car- That's what they called it when I. Where's was- it located on the calculator anyway? What the hell do I know? Look at the calculator. You're using it. I gotta look at the game. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Upper left hand side probably, right? What's it called? It's a little carrot. What's a carrot? Let's see. Oh yeah, ten x. Yeah. Above the log button on your TI eighty three plus or probably anyone. Yeah. By Texas Instruments. That's so what the TI stands for, Texas Instruments. Yeah, congratulations. They're so smart. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, something times whatever power. That something must be a number that is between 1 and 10. Yes. Okay? So it cannot be less than 1, and it can't be greater than 10. Isn't scientific notation always 10? What? Isn't scientific notation always a 10? Well, no, no, no. It's the something is must be between 1 and 10. So it's something times 10 to so whatever always, power. All, so whatever it is, it's always a 10. That's why there's a 10 there. Yeah. So that number never changes. So it's a 10 with a number next to it, which is probably signaling some kind of decimal place or something. Right. Well, it's an exponent. I should have fallen. <laughs> So, anyway, thanks for joining us on this podcast, jerk. What are you, what are you doing that? Just stop playing the game. <laughs> anyway. We're um, to beat a high score, all right? All right. Well, anyway. So. All right, fine. I'll put it down. Now, what the exponent means, if you have issues with exponents, which I'm guessing that you kind of did. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. No? I did well in algebra. That's about it. 
No. Exponents mean if you have a positive exponent, that means you're going to be shifting the decimal place to, to, the, right. to the right. If you have a negative exponent, you're shifting it to the left. Now, the trick is to be able to understand how to put the numbers that you have into scientific notation and then take them out of scientific notation. That's pretty okay. simple. How many decimal places are there? Right. So let's say that you have, uh, let's say, 0 0.0078. We were talking about this yesterday. Right? I gave this example when we were driving the car. Right. 0 0.0078 can be expressed as, in scientific notation as 7.8 times 10 to the what power? What? <laughs> zero, zero, 0.0078 can be expressed in scientific notation as 7.8 times 10 to the third? Ne <laughs> negative third power. Negative third power? Negative third. Because we moved it. We're moving it from so the left, left to the right. From the left so to the to right. right. From the left to the right. Yeah. So then. To the right. Yes. Let me clarify something. I'm the one who has the car. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. So, but when Not you have a school, when you have a number that is less less than one, a decimal, right? That's why your exponent is going to be negative. Because you want a solid... When it's in scientific notation. Because we want, like, what looks like a real value or right. something. Is there, right. like, a purpose to this? Why is it necessary? Well, that's when we go into orders of magnitude. How many, how many powers of 10 something is bigger than something else or smaller than something else? That's what we use orders of magnitude for. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, it's really important that we understand that when you have a number 7, let's say, for the example that we had before, 7.8 times 10 to the negative third power. That means that to put it back to the way that we had it before, to the original form, the point zero zero seven eight, right? that negative 3 means we must take 7.8, where the decimal is, move it three places to the left. That's what that negative means. So. And then replace the spots that are empty with zeros. Right. So if we had, for instance, uh, let's say 250, that would be 2.5 times 10 to the second power. Okay? If we, if we just had 2.5 and we wanted to put that into scientific notation, that would be 2.5 times 10 to the zero power because we're moving it nowhere. Yeah. So like a good way to like remember this is I don't know where I was going to go with that I think I was going to say that a good way to go with it would be to say if it's a number larger than one it's always going to go to the left explain that use an example with that what do you mean like you said before with 250 that's a that's a full number yeah so if we want to make it 2.5 to what it's like to, to the second power times 10 to the second power to the second power that moved to the left right we had to move whenever you're putting something in scientific notation you have to 
you have to take the number you have and make that first number the something that we were talking about before. Mm. That's something. We have to turn that number we have into a number that's between 1 and 10. So that means we have to shift the decimal place over. Right. So I'm saying if it's greater than 1, always to the left. If it's lower than 1, most likely to the right. That's where you were going to be originally shifting it, yeah. And if, if you have like a negative 100 and you want to make it, would you give it a positive notation? Like if I wanted to make it negative 1.00 times 10 to the second? The negative doesn't affect it. You can have negative or positive numbers in there. Mm. Um, That'll still shift to the left, though. It's, Even if it's a negative number, right, it'll still shift to the left. Right. But if we're talking about decimal points, it's always to the right. Right. The, ne the negative for the exponent doesn't mean the negative for the front of the number. That just means the negative for... The negative in the exponent means where you're going to... Where you need to put the decimal place back. Mm -hmm. Okay? If it's a positive exponent, that means you are going to be moving it to the right, however many decimal places. Alright, so if it's 250, that's 2.5 times 10 to the negative second to the positive second power that's moving it to the left no positive positive oh, to we, put it back to put it back yeah okay. so you always have to think of all right once i have it in scientific notation where do i have to move this this decimal point back to so again if it's below one it's going to be a negative exponent so yeah and if it's going to be above, above one, one it's always going to be a positive exponent. so Good. yeah when talking about scientific notation, it's also really important to talk about uh, scientific notation on a graphing calculator, how that's going to look like, right? The graphing calculator that you have here that, I, that you were playing before. Uh, Still playing. Yeah, well. So, let's say, before we were talking about, um, like, let's say you had 7 times 10, 7D times 10 to the 20th power. You know, and you put that into the calculator, and what it look like? Well, actually, I think we should go through the steps of that first okay. very quickly. So 70, obviously, you just type in 70. I'll turn this thing on. 70. Then you got to hit the second button because it's a... Times. Hmm? you got to do times 10. Oh, you do second. And it does oh, you 10. do the... Yeah. And then, okay, so what it does is it opens up... You hit the second button, and then you hit the... What, what was it there? You hit... The log, so that they know. the log button on this ca calculator. So it's second and then log. And then next to the 70 that we wrote shows a 10, a small 10 with a carrot, and then an open parentheses. So that's going to be the power that we're going to try and put into it, right? Yeah. So let's say we tried to put in 20 before, right? And we hit enter. Now the solution that comes up here is 7E21. And that's what uh, we're going to tell you about right now the e is just means exponential but we're assuming that that means 10 to the 21st power that well that's what the shorthand is in the calculator it means times 10 to the and then whatever that power so is so if let's say i mean you were a school teacher for physics and let's say you wanted an answer would you accept 7e21 or would you prefer or actually demand 7 times 10 to the 21st power. 
depends how I ask the question. If I tell the students I want it in scientific notation, then I'm going to want 7 times 10 to the 21st power. If I want it in E notation, which is what the calculator uses. That's what it's called. It's called E, e notation. notation. Okay. So if I want it in E notation, then I would accept 7E21. If I want it in just standard notation, that'd be 7 with 21 zeros after it. That's what standard notation is. So when we were talking before, the point 0078, that's standard notation. 7.8 times 10 to the negative 2, scientific notation. If we wanted to put that in E notation, that would be 7.8 E negative 3. Sorry, if I said E to negative 2 before, it meant negative 3. But yeah. So we have E notation, scientific notation, and standard notation that we can flip-flop between. Okay. Now we're going to be talking about orders of magnitude. We were pulling up some websites. I don't know anything about orders of magnitude. I think it has something to do with the planets in this explanation. <laughs> well, we're going to try to relate it to planets. Yeah, I've been privy to seeing a web page on the internet. Right. I didn't read it, but the pictures were nice. Right. We went to... Uh, we actually just... What's that? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. We, we just... We went online, we were just Googling some things to try to pull up some some fun little facts here and there. And we found this website, and we were taking a look at it, enchantedlearning.com slash subjects slash astronomy slash podcasts. Puts, uh, podcasts <laughs> slash planets, sorry. It puts uh, Pluto in quotations because these scientists can't uh, make up their yeah, minds. Because it's considered a dwarf <laughs> planet right now. Is it right still now, a planet? well, it, not a planet anymore, but we're, it, it's undefined as to really what we're going to be calling it. It's a rock that floats around the sun. <laughs> we're trying to figure out the you astronomical know, it's society. Bigger than Mercury, I don't see the problem here. Well, but uh, we'll have a li we'll have this link actually posted on the on the uh, the blog and on the wiki space, so you can actually take a look at this for yourselves. But according to the website, right. We have different orders of magnitude here. It says, and I quote, the largest planet is Jupiter. It's followed by Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Earth, Venus, Mars, Mercury, and finally, tiny Pluto, a dwarf planet. Jupiter's, Jupiter is so big that all the other planets could fit inside it. Didn't they say that that like, one storm, which I think is actually now disappearing or something like that, can uh, fit three Earths in it, was it? Um, I don't know. I didn't take a look at that. Yeah, we'll have to go back to that another time. Uh, but when we talk about orders of magnitude, right? We take a look here. Right? Let's take a look at Jupiter because we just mentioned Jupiter. Right? So we have Jupiter and Jupiter's mass. Right? We were looking at this chart at the bottom of the page. Um, Jupiter is one point nine times ten to the twenty seventh kilograms. That's its mass. Right? Now let's take a look at Earth's mass. Earth's mass is 5.98 times 10 to the 24 kilograms, okay? So now we have Jupiter, 1.9 times 10 to the 27th. Earth, 5.98 times 10 to the 24th. Are we, like, basing this on the sun or something? No, well, no. We're, we're just saying these are the masses of, of these planets, okay? We have Earth's in, mass in kilograms. Okay. In kilograms. All right. 
right? So we have Earth's mass, we have Jupiter's mass, okay? Uh -huh. Now, when we talk about orders of magnitude, we're just talking about the powers of 10. So when I say how many orders of magnitude is Jupiter larger than the Earth, what I'm really asking is, and this is, that's how it'll commonly be expressed in a problem. I'll be, I'll be asked in a science textbook. What it's really asking is how many powers of 10 is Jupiter larger than, more massive than Earth? Yeah, but Earth is 5.98 times 10 to 24th, and Jupiter is 1.90 times 10 to the 27th. And, and when we talk about ma ma orders of magnitude, we're only talking about the powers of 10. So the difference of those is what? What am I looking at? 24 and 27, so the difference is three orders of magnitude? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's easy. Right? Three orders of magnitude, or ten, which is 10 to the third, right? So when I say something is one order of magnitude larger than something else, I'm saying that it's 10 times bigger. Okay? So okay. when I say that something is three orders of magnitude larger, I'm saying that it is 1,000 times larger or more massive or you know in this example we're using mass yeah. but we could easily talk about but it won't be precise right we could easily talk about diameter would it be precise though i mean i mean okay yeah these are precise jupiter, measurements jupiter is what 10 or was it three three orders of magnitude larger than earth so it is 30 times bigger than earth no no, no. three orders of magnitude it's not three times 10 it's 10 to the third power Oh, so it's... It's a thousand, a thousand times, times more massive. massive. But what, what about the other numbers, though? They're, do they're, those just right. don't affect it? Or? No, the, they do affect it, but this is just kind of like rough estimation. This okay. is just saying on a large scale how much bigger something generally is than something else, yeah. or smaller than it is. I mean, I understand right? that we could see that through, like, the... You know, there's always just going to be a single digit on the right. left side of the decimal point, so it's not going to vary very extremely large amount. It'll get a rough estimate though, so that's right. that's that's good. Okay. Right. So, all right, right in that example, we were talking about mass, but if we talked about diameter, let's take a look at this. All right, let's take a look for uh, let's use kilometers, because again, the base unit. Kilometers. Kilometers, kilometers. Don't potato, potato, <laughs> tomato, tomato. No. Right, but. <laughs> Alright, so kilometers, base unit. Proper English. <laughs> base unit. When we talked about, talked about in the last in the, in the last podcast, we talked about, right? Talked about the SI system of units, right? And the SI system of units, we use the base units are meters, kilograms, and seconds. Okay, that's why. Pretty much in this everything chart, that America doesn't use. Right, and so. <laughs> well, we don't use er well, we use seconds. Right, and so... What else don't we use? We don't use meters? Well, we don't use meters. Is that it? And actually, you know, I mean, we convert, we, we decide to use feet, right? Is it a, there are different systems of units, right? There's a British system of units, there's a CGS, there's an MKS. So what does the Système International use? Meters, kilograms, and seconds. Meters for distance, kilograms for mass, and seconds for time. Time is universal. Exactly. Thank you. Good job. Good We're job. We're gonna die. Good job. <laughs> um, so anyway, right? If we were to talk about, right? We said that meters is 
the base unit in this MKS system, this SI system that we use. So, whatever, dude. Right, and a and we're going to talk about kilometers. So we're going to talk about kilometers. let's say let's say Mercury's Mercury's diameter. Now we're going to take a look at that and say, okay, well that's four thousand four thousand eight hundred seventy eight kilometers. Okay. Can we use like the diameter of Mercury because I don't believe that it possesses its diameter necessarily. It's an inanimate object. It can't really. Why are you talking about Mercury as an inanimate object? Because <laughs> it's not very fun to talk about. It's the smallest of all planets, and I'm really not that interested in it. But it's. It, it's a why don't you look up into the night sky or in during August in like a month? You'll be able to see Mercury. It's going to be the closest it's been in uh, God knows how long. Yeah, let me take my telescope out of my back pocket. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> so, right, we have Mercury is 4,878 kilometers. Right? You want to put that into scientific notation, Hotshot? I'll give it a try. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with, what, four point... I'm going to go with, what, okay, we're looking at 4,878 kilometers, so that would be 4.878, would you say kilometers first or at the end? No, at the end. Okay, so 4.878 times 10 to the... Third? Yeah. Kilometers? Yeah. Positive third. Because we got to move right. it back. Now we didn't talk about what kilometers and uh, the converting units between kilometers or meters or uh, centimeters. What's that? Yeah, but <laughs> well, one one thousand meters equals one kilometer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's how you can convert. Uh, there are various charts that we'll have posted. We looked at before how. Comparing Jupiter's and Earth's uh, masses. Now we're going to take a look at, let's say, Mercury and Earth's diameters and compare their orders of magnitude. Okay, right. so we've we've then we've now taken right Mercury's diameter, put it in scientific notation. Four point eight seven eight times ten to the third kilometers. Right. So now we have Earth's diameter. Earth's diameter is. 12,756 kilometers. 12,756 kilometers, Should which would be... You can do it. Go ahead. Okay. Earth's, Earth's diameter will be 1.2756 times 10 to the 4th kilometers. Right? So Earth is 10 times larger than Mercury, roundabout estimation. Or one order of magnitude. Which means ten times bigger, <laughs> right? But if we're if we're talking about orders of magnitude, yeah, what? If we're talking about orders of magnitude, we're we're going to talk about right how many orders of magnitude something is bigger than another. So we have to make sure that this is accurate, all right? Yeah, it's ten times larger. Anyway, so is that all we got for today? I don't know. You're telling me to wrap it up right no, now. No, no, no. I'm not telling you to wrap it up. I'm saying go out. Go on. <laughs> Continue. All wrap right. it up is like the, the one finger in the air swirl. I'm giving you the uh, 
Round. You gave me the one finger. You're giving the roundabout hand. I'm not giving you the one finger yet. All right. I'll tell you, you know, whatever. All right, and then now let's look at the sun, which, unfortunately, it's not on here. Yeah, well, it's not actually uh, a planet. No, it's not considered a planet. It's a star, but oh, I was hoping that it would be on there to actually compare. Why don't you just Google diameter of sun KM? I don't feel like doing it. Do it. Anyway. It's easier. All right, fine. So, why it's don't the you... the biggest thing in our galaxy. We should, you know, take a look at it. Is it the biggest thing in our galaxy? There's other stars in our galaxy. Oh, we're going to get to that stuff later. So don't worry about that. All right. So, uh, diameter of sun. Stage three in Tetris. All right. Diameter of sun. That is one million three hundred ninety-one thousand kilometers. One million three hundred ninety-one thousand kilometers. Or we could say that it's one point three nine one times ten to the sixth. Kilometers. Okay. Ten to the sixth. Ten to the sixth. What did we find out Earth was? One point two. Hold on. <laughs> One point two seven five six times ten to the fourth. Okay. So, okay. So that's Earth's diameter. So, so therefore, the sun sun's is... sun's diameter is two orders of magnitude, or one hundred times one hundred times larger than the Earth's. Anyway, back to my Tetris dialogue. Tetris was invented... Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> generally, the further from the sun, the cooler the planet. Differences occur when the greenhouse effect warms a planet like Venus, surrounded by a thick atmosphere. Just a quick tidbit for you guys to know. I'd like to thank you for joining us today. What about Tetris? Well, we, we'll get back to that later, okay? Alright. Alright. Anyway, this is your host, Lucky, saying... Thank you for joining us. This is for you, for me, and for the sake of understanding the world around us. Uh, just one more thing. We'd like to invite you to join us on the web at styersphysics.blogspot.com and styersphysics.wikispaces.com. Make sure you put all your comments, questions, concerns, and we'll be able to address them in the next podcast. Thanks.